Hello and welcome everyone to episode 20 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? Ah, going pretty good, of course. I'm the English letterer of manga like Dragon Ball Super and Kaijin Number 8 and many, many more. We're getting into it. Yeah, <laughs> this- we, con- congratulations are in order. We have hit triple digits oh man i know i it's it feels like it so soon it, yeah it simultaneously feels really soon and also like oh god there's still so much more because we're getting towards 1100 at this point yeah. so we we have quadruple digits to get into for one but then there's thought like oh god every hundred chapters is 20 episodes and when you do the math yeah. of that we're yeah. like episode we're like to episode 200 by the time we get to <laughs> the thousands chapter yep as a quick one quick little thing i will say is uh, chapter 1000 pretty good yeah pretty yeah. good pretty good that chapter 1000 <laughs> <laughs> I, I think oda does his uh, milestone chapters pretty well from my understanding from people from what i remember there's a good there's, there's some that are really good nice so yeah, yeah sure. there's, there's and this a, is one of them <laughs> oh yeah there's there's a lot of good stuff to talk about here so let's not waste any time and get into chapter 96 the meanest man in the east which boy i love that title in <laughs> retrospect and this pay the, the cover page i know <laughs> we got morgan runs who has captured uh, you know Hamepo, is just yelling out to the to the ship while he holds on to his son who's desperately <laughs> He's trying hanging to on for dear life what is the plan here, Morgan? Just this. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Like they have guns, you know. Like. Yeah, I, but he has a cannons, hostage. Like, like, so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Look, we, we never said Morgan was the uh, the brightest Navy man in the book. No, def- definitely not. So. <laughs> either way, it's time to get to really one of my favorite things about one piece now that we've we've gotten the first real introduction to this and yeah. kind of the reason i never really minded filler in in the one piece mm. anime because i just like seeing these guys hang out yeah these this is some of the best stuff is like now that we have like our five core crew members like we just we get scenes of them all just like messing around <laughs> it's just it's just cozy like it doesn't last long but i think i think these scenes are really important yeah, you get to see them just sort of interacting and what they do kind of in their downtime. Like, yeah. Nami is <laughs> giving this ma- male bird <laughs> some lip because apparently they keep raising the prices on the newspaper. And uh, just the, the little, like, throwaway uh, world-building detail where they get they get newspapers by, by flying birds. <laughs> I love the hat. That's the best yeah, part. Yeah, the hat's great, too. <laughs> the hat's good. We got him doing a little salute. Like, this, that's a yep. great bird. Yeah. <laughs> and we we also established that money is still very much part of Nami's character. Yeah. I, I love that Usopp's like, well, you solved the problem, right? Like, you don't need more money. And of course, like, <laughs> no, of course, Nami's going to get more money. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be a penniless po- pirate. And then we get what Usopp's up to, where, where he's making new stars for his slingshot, which is great. And we got the ultimate killer, the pepper sauce star, where anyone who gets this in his eyes won't stand a chance. Of course, well, Luffy, Luffy gets thrown into him and catches his eyes on fire. And I'll be, I'll be, all of this uh, Luffy flying into Usopp because Sanji kicked him away from the the Tangerine Grove on the ship where he's, you know, like this is Nambi's Tangerine Grove. You know, hands off. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the the sort of like this very quick one thing happens and another thing happens like like the core interaction between the crew and, and the scene is just like it's peak one piece <laughs> it, it's fantastic because i love the just the visuals of hey we got tangerine a tangerine grove on a ship that's kind of cool yeah you know and it makes sense because hey you know, we had that whole incident with scurvy before with johnny and yosaku so oh yeah you're right this this makes sense it's it's, it's sentimental but also useful it's a serve a point yeah <laughs> we get luffy too in too good of a mood to even try to attempt to take it because they're heading towards the grand line but we also get the <laughs> nami and sanji di- dynamic where, where he's like already wrapped around her fingers like, just like she's not even paying attention just like oh thank you <laughs> yeah it just doesn't even care and of course zoro just in his usual like napping yep <laughs> that's all that's really all he does although i do wonder like huh another coup d'etat on vera no, knowing oda and knowing how things go from this point especially as we have payoff to one of those things we were mentioning uh before in, in these set of chapters 
I, I wonder if Vera will show up. <laughs> I definitely, I was like, I don't think that ever gets brought up again, but definitely, like, I think thematically it makes sense, but right. I, I don't there know is that, that particular that. location. Yeah. Yeah, there is that aspect, which I am aware about. And I, I did wonder, is like, when she mentioned that, that, that country, I was like, huh, I, it's a, I'm surprised they didn't mention another place. Yeah. That, yeah. To set up that, but keeping that in their uh, back pocket for now. But yeah. more importantly, an ad to- drops out of the newspaper that catches all their attention and they start screaming. Yep. Oh. And don't quite see what it is because we actually get to see the Navy headquarters, I guess, out of everything. Yeah, I don't actually know where this is. Like, like it says, yeah, it says the Navy headquarters, but like, I don't know if we ever see this particular one again. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, but either way, like what what we actually get revealed here is super interesting. Oh yeah, this this type of world building stuff I love just to get to see more of it and see how everything is affected, and we get this sense of, well, how deadly each of the pirates on the East Blue were considered. Buggy worth fifteen million, Don Krieg seventeen million, and uh, and Arlong twenty million, which yep. it it's insane to me that Arlong was only worth five million more berries than Buggy. <laughs> See, that's just because Buggy is secretly the most the most dangerous pirate on the in the East Blue. That that is that is a good point. And <laughs> <laughs> Krieg is only two million more than Buggy. So yeah, what a baby. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, I do like this that that for comparison, the average reward in East Blue is three million. We had somebody say that the was that Mihawk who said that the East Blue was the like the weakest. Yes. Of the yeah of the seas, so we sort of get that in context now. And it's it's kind of cool that Luffy defeated all three of these major pirates. Yep. Which also is why he gets a unprecedented. 30 million berry start for his dead or alive yeah. poster. I love this new character, Commander Brandnew, uh, uh-huh. who's explaining all this. Oh, and, and I just love the shot of him saying, We must nip this evil in the bud. And it's just like this goofy little wanted poster of, of Luffy smiling. And, I know. And Usopp's, the back of Usopp's head in the background. I love the, the realization here. It's like, Oh, Luffy's the meanest man in the East. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it, it, it contrasts so good with like like Buggy and Krieg and Arlong. Like they all have these intimidating wanted posters, but <laughs> Luffy is simultaneously worth more and a complete goofball, and that fits him to a T. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but we get this creed from the Navy as we're getting to see more of what they're all about. And you know, if evil forces sail the seas, it's up to the Navy to use our might to crush them in the name of absolute justice and yeah gotta say they do look pretty cool yeah to the point of having justice on their marine jackets Mm -hmm. just uh, in kanji which is pretty cool it's a a good look it's a good look and of course luffy is ecstatic about this yeah (laughs) he's like we're wanted dead or alive Uh nami's like oh god you have no idea how bad this is well i mean yeah because they're gonna have like bounty hunters coming off of them you know they're the highest of luffy's the highest head in the east blue now like i feel like for a pirate like fame is just an inconvenience i mean that's what koro kind of taught them but luffy's living yeah. it up like he yeah. he was <laughs> he wants this because it makes sense if he wants to be king of the pirates you're going to have a wanted poster on you yeah yeah I also love this little exchange between Usopp and Sanji where he's like, look, I'm known all over the world because you can see the back of his head. <laughs> yeah. and, and Sanji's like, it's nothing to brag about me while he's pouting. <laughs> <laughs> Although he does give a little, an interesting little tidbit here where if you get to be a big shot, they might put you, you on a poster too, even if you aren't a captain. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Because that, that is a good point because we haven't seen of all of the other pirate crews we faced so far only the captains have had bounties, right? Right. We don't have one for yeah, Django. So that is kind of a we good don't point. have one for Hachi or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. That is, I think, something that's important to establish. Mm-hmm. So they're they're little, all set. Little blink and you miss it. Oh, absolutely. And they're all set to sail for the Grand Line. But before that, one more stop. It's kind of the marker before the Grand Line. The famous Rogue Town. Uh, the yeah. Ta- the town of the beginning and the end where Gold Roger was born and executed yeah. and that's such a cool idea that's a cool idea to have that sort of there 
Also, in the original translation, I, I thought it was Logetown. <laughs> At least yeah, when I, I read pretty it. Pretty much every other version uses Logetown, which which like Rogue Town makes more sense. It does. But I think I think Oda spells it out as Logetown. Okay. So I, I think that is the intended spelling, but it is the one that makes the less sense. And I, I don't remember off the top of my head like why it's called that. Uh, actually, I can tell you right now, it's it's in log as in prologue. Hmm. That's why. That might be it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, this is this is essentially the end of the prologue. Yeah, it is. And yeah. I th- I think that we're going to go with Logtown. Yeah. Because I think that's more thematically cuz this this isn't a town full of rogues, certainly not with who's there yeah. as we see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that must be I, I I never thought about it until now that that's why it's called mm-hmm. that. It's like that's a weird name. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, yeah, they arrive at Logtown. It's going to be hard because they have Rogue right in front of me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's another Zoro Zolo kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I will say that the thing that first caught my eye when we get here to to Logtown is, like, it's such a more, like, dense location, just, like, in terms of the background art, compared to anything we've seen up to this point. It feels like Oda's been sort of, like, leveling up his background art skills. Yeah, it, it feels and like so, an actual city. Like, there are so many people here, so many details. Yeah. Like, you get a sense of what this city is like. Yeah, and I guess when you put it that way, like, we haven't actually been to a, a proper city in the story yet. Like, we've just been in these little villages. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why um, East Blue is so considered not dangerous, because it is Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like the, the hick town, the, the, the hick part of the One Piece world. Yeah, that makes that <laughs> makes sense to me. Yeah, now now we're in a proper city. And we, of course, have the group splitting up. It's it's time to split mm. the party like in D&D. So uh, Luffy, yeah. <laughs> Luffy wants to see the execution scaffold. Sanji's going to check out the uh, for some good ingredients while, uh, what is it, and some cute chicks. He's going to, yeah, probably get some yeah. good <laughs> ingredients here and some cute chicks. Sure, 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 Sanji, sure. Usopp's out for some equipment. Uh, Zora has something he wants to buy. And we get Nami's whole thing of, like, I'll lend you some money at 300% interest. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that is just her thing. Like, I, I love the pure joy on her face. Yeah. I don't know if that ever comes up later. Like, does Zora go shopping with his own money? Or, like, does he owe Nami the 300% interest? I don't know. I mean, it yeah, kind of works out for him because, well, as, well, yeah. as we'll get to, but <laughs> we start out with Zoro where we see two large, strange looking pirates. And I think this is also a precursor to how strange Oda's character characters are going to get weirder and weirder. Oh yeah. This, this, you you want to talk about a prologue. This, this is certainly the first step to that idea where these you just got these strange body types. The, the guy on the left, on the bottom panel, he looks like General Grievous from Star Wars. A little bit. Just with, just with his little, just like his long chin and just like hunchback. He, he's he a needs, He just needs like four dude. more arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're, they're threatening this this random woman who is standing in front of, in front of them uh, because their boss is in jail. Apparently because of... This monster that she's with, their dreams of ending the Grand Line are ruined. So they attack her. Does not matter. She takes him down seemingly with no issue before tripping yeah, over her. She, she kind of yeah. She trips at the end. But yeah. You're like you. She's super cool. One shot, all it takes, and then just boop. yep, down on her face. Yeah, and everybody's cheering her on. But Zora goes to help her out, gives her her glasses, and that's when we get that reveal. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess if the, the readers have been following along for this whole chunk of chapters, then I, I guess we can say that, like, this character looks a lot like Zoro's childhood friend. Yeah. It, it was hard for me to tell at first, because a lot of Oda's women all look the same. So I was like, is that supposed to be? Or uh? Yeah, that, that's but, a yeah, good that, that's point. the intention. It's also been a lot of time, like, maybe, like, 90 chapters. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Since we learned about Kuina. So, yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, kind of a big deal for him, but... I yeah. completely forgot about this, where we get to see... Oh, this next scene is so high. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. We get Mahawk arriving on just a certain island. A certain nameless island. And they're all... All the pirates around him are freaking out. Yeah. And you get to see some very familiar characters. We get to see... Ben Beckman. Beckman, that's it. And we <laughs> yeah. get to see Yasop there hanging out. Yasop looks like he's about to drop the most fire album. Just the, <laughs> his body mostly in shade, arms behind the head. Seriously. And I love this interaction. It's like, this is unexpected, Hawkeye. I'm in a bad mood. You're here to challenge me. 
And it's like, oh, I don't challenge one-armed has-beens. <laughs> He's just here to talk about Luffy. Mm-hmm. And I love that we get our meat-eating guy a little look at him. And also just this shaded look at Shanks still here. Yep. And just excited about the fact that Luffy's made his journey. He's like, we've got to celebrate. He's like, what about your hangover? I can't, how can I not drink <laughs> on a day like this? That's why he was in a bad mood, because he was having a bad hangover. The interesting thing to me, and I'll, I'll only throw this out to the readers who've maybe read ahead, is that like I, I don't know what Shanks' current position is at this point in the story. You mean in, and, in location and- or... Uh, uh, both. Okay. Just, just just in terms of, like, yeah. It seems to imply he's on the Grand Line right now. Yeah. Uh, from, and like from what his, I can tell. I don't know if we ever get, like, any more about his relationship with uh, Mihawk. His, Mihawk is a, a warlord. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. Mihawk is ostensibly there to curb pirates, but he apparently has a friendly rivalry with Shanks, so... Yeah, yeah. And that, I guess that's the part that I'm interested about. And I don't know if the story ever elaborates on that. I don't think they do, but... I have no it, idea. It, it was interesting that it was Mihawk of all characters. Who I guess is ostensibly the most powerful character we know in the story right now. That is true. And for him to be like, hey, Shanks, what's up? <laughs> it's like, Just, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's that's interesting. Yeah. And, and we get the name of Luffy's village at this yeah. point. Windmill Village. I love the townsfolk are all just celebrating that, like, yeah, he's he's doing his living up his dream. We might be the home of a famous pirate yet. That'd be mm-hmm. great. And the mayor's still like, something a little ominous. His dream or his destiny? <laughs> mm. <laughs> you, you, you sort of get the feeling, I, I think I'll talk more about this when we wrap up, but, like, th- this sort of chunk of chapters is, like, Oda saying that the scope is about to just blow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is definitely the case. Like you've made it here at a hundred chapters. All right, like the world, the world building is about to just—it is about to blow your mind. Oh yeah, it is. And that's how the chapter ends. Yes, yeah. on, on that rather ominous, you know, is—is is it his destiny? <laughs> like, whoa, okay. Yeah, it, it caught me off guard because it just felt like it could just keep going because it just all this all these fun interactions and I love seeing people react to how this crew is doing. And, yeah. Yeah. Ah, it's, 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 it's awesome. We do get another look at another part of the, the going Mary. We got the gun deck and anchor rope storage. Nothing too crazy here. Some life preservers. They float like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Basically this is where they hold their weapons and there's where the, uh, where they raise the anchor at and all that stuff. So, you know, it's again, we're getting to see more of the going Mary. It's fun stuff. Yeah. But that brings us to chapter 97, Kitetsu th- the Third, where mm-hmm. we find out, yeah, like, yeah, uh, Hamapa might be a um, hostage. They don't care. Yeah. It's time yeah, it's, for an artillery right. attack. Just blow They're them loading up. loading the cannon. Kobe's flipping out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, crap. Hamapa's <laughs> basically dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. This, this, this is how the Navy treats their own. Oh, yeah. This has certainly taken a turn. Like, I mean, they want absolute justice and they how dare they yeah. let a criminal escape. But chapter 97, I think, can we mark this as the official start or is not quite yet of, well, time for some Nami fan service. <laughs> See, they, they subvert it. So I, it got a laugh out of me. It's not it's not Oda just like Pervin. It, it's like. She's trying on clothes, and then it all leads to a gag where she's just like, ah, I'm not buying anything. Yeah, I, I the, the guy's just like all for it. I love the coat hanger hairstyle. And, mm. you know, it's it's sexy, but it's not revealing, you know? It, it, it's, <laughs> sad as it is to say, fairly reserved compared to compared to how things go. So right. It, it, didn't, it didn't really uh, stick out to me or anything. Exactly. It's not like there's a massive amount of cleavage there or anything like that. On, yeah. Honestly, I think the black dress does more for her. <laughs> yeah. Although the mink she around her it. neck just makes me think of Super Broly's coat <laughs> thing. I can't help but oh, think God. of that now. <laughs> wow. Thanks. You ruined it. Yeah. I mean, no, no problem. No problem. <laughs> I, do, I do love the, the like, I, I didn't realize this at first, but like the guy in the store, like his hair is shaped like a coat hanger. This guy was born for this role. <laughs> yeah. He gets up real early to style his hair. I feel for him though. She, she played him hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just, yeah, you know what? Window shopping. Yeah. Poor retailers. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Luffy is at, has arrived at the execution scaffold. 
and he's just sort of amazed by it. We don't, as you say, we don't really get internal thoughts for Luffy. He just expresses it, and he's just yeah, like this is one of the few times I think he expresses awe. Yeah, it's just this is where the great age of pirates began. He's just seeing it. I love just, that. Yeah, like the the background fades away. You can only really see like the silhouette of him and the the execution scaffold. Like everything, like it just. It really feels the emotion of the moment. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great emphasis point. And that's all you really need from Luffy, because that's mm-hmm. that, that was kind of his whole point. So instead, we return to Zoro, where he is freaking out about how this how much this girl looks like Kuina. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure about the line is like, I guess female swordsmen do exist. I doubt it. Like, <laughs> but you, you were childhood friends with one. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, please. But he, he arrives at a weapon shop where he, wants to, where he wants to get a sword. And uh, I love how we even get a name for this guy. Matsu, the weapon shop o- owner. Yep. And uh, he's like, old swords, newer swords, brand new swords. We have them all and a solid reputation of over 200 years in the business. Sword just reveals like, I have 100,000 berries. Sell me two swords. <laughs> Chump change. It's like, this guy's a bum. What an amateur. (laughs) (laughs) You only get a blunt, not a blunt, but a blunt sword. Oh, God. That's a very different different (laughs) store. Right. (laughs) He says he's low on cash. It makes me think he didn't get a lot of money from Nami. I don't know. Yeah. If it sounds like um, if he's only got uh, 100K, which is, you know, like, like basically barely enough for one sword yeah it's I, I, you know if we translate this to directly to like to yen which translates to you know dollars that's roughly a thousand bucks which is still a lot but you mm. know, for two different swords I, I i can imagine you can't get a decent sword for 500 bucks <laughs> yeah, probably not matsu seems really disinterested until that he spots kuina's sword at yeah, uh, the, the one that mihawk didn't break <laughs> yeah so thank god for that and Seems like there's actually a reason for that, as we learn. But he's like, oh, crap, this is a big sword. Uh, he just walked in with a legendary sword. Time to scam him. And he's like, this yeah, good. basically. <laughs> and I definitely I love this escalation of like, he's basically like, I'll pay, you know, more and more for it. And Zoro's just like disinterested, like that. Sorry, dude, it's not for sale. <laughs> I love that. It's like, listen, it's junk. I'll give you 200,000. No, 500,000. No, <laughs> 650,000. It's junk. You just said it was junk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and that's when the girl shows up and she's like, oh, don't say it. Don't say it. And we get a name for it. The Wado Ichimanji, the straight road of peace. Yep. Even even Zoro doesn't know what it is. <laughs> it's like, sure, it's its name, but it's no great shakes. <laughs> and mm. I, I love this. Again, we get sword lore in this in this world. It's one of the t- great 21. It's a famous sword. Prize that there's sword lore. <laughs> yeah, I, I never... I I kind of forgot about that, to be honest. But it's actually worth 10 million berries. The guy's just like, how dare you do this? <laughs> and she's just like, oh, you're here to pick up Autumn Rain, right? I've polished it and just tosses her sword. <laughs> yeah, I definitely love the, um, like, like he's over here trying to scam him. And then and then here this girl comes in. It's just like, ah, like, like oh, you know, basically <laughs> giving up the um, goat or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He can't he can't go for it. He's just like, whatever. There's yeah, the scams up. Yeah. The 50,000 berry belt uh, ones are in the barrel. Go pick two. Like, <laughs> yeah. Zora doesn't even get it. It's like, why is he so mad? It was like dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do sort of love this, like, this sort of continuing thread that this girl is just clumsy. <laughs> just like <laughs> crashes into the stack of swords on the wall. Yeah. But she's obviously intelligent and, but also a little naive. It's like, oh, three yeah. swords, just like that bounty hunter. <laughs> it's like, you know, Roranor Zoro. It's like, oh, I know that you ever name heard pretty of well. That's an evil name, using a sword to make money. That's unforgivable. And yeah. she's like, well, you know, all the famous swordsmen are either pirates or bounty hunters. The most of, and most of the famous world famous swords are in their hands. The swords must be crying. And uh, Zoro's just pragmatic about it. He's like, man's got to do what he can to eat in these hard times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that the um, Matsu, like he's just over here. Yeah, he's over in the background. Like, I like bad guys. Uh, they, they give me money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ready to Basically. sail the Grand Line until that monster talk took over. And that's when yeah. this girl's defensive Captain Smoker. We get a name for the monster. He's Well, she says he's not a monster. But yeah. we find we get our second devil fruit user. Or, yeah. Uh, th- yeah. Th- uh, third? 
after oh yeah uh, third third luffy and we, got, we got luffy but sorry i meant second yeah other than luffy uh, other than luffy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's our third and, and one we have a person who is a presumably in the marines as in the, in the, in the navy and has a devil fruit yeah the way she's talking but we get to see her kind of goal to hone her skills as a swordsman and collect all the famous swords that have fallen into the hands of evil men and that's when we get <laughs> our sword lore there's 12 yeah. supreme grade swords, 21 excellent grade swords, and 40 fine grade swords. And she is, uh, it's her goal to, to get them, collect them all. Yeah, I gotta, gotta get them all. <laughs> oh, and I love, I love Azora's like, are you gonna take mine for me? <laughs> just teasing her. It's, it's like, I don't want them, I just don't want evil men to have them. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, well, you can't really control that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when she discovers Katetsu Third. She's like, this one, get this one. You said these swords are 50,000 berries each, right? This is actually a fine grade sword. This is one of the 40. <laughs> she has a little book, which is. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like worth a million. <laughs> yeah. And I like this also, also, also other lore. We've got Katetsu II was an excellent grade and the original Katetsu was a supreme grade. Mm-hmm. But then we get Matsu saying he can't sell it. Yeah. It's apparently bewitched. <laughs> Yeah, and Zoro can just tell. Yeah, oh boy. And we get this, the the legend. Yeah, of it. apparently the the first or, or all of the Kitetsus are all cursed. Yeah, which is uh, mm. apparently they all just die very quickly after using the Kitetsu. He's like, I'd love to get rid of it, but I might get cursed for it. And the, the, the girl's like, I'm so sorry for uh, trying to push this sword onto you, onto you. And, yeah. and Matsu's like giving her a heck. He's like, Yeah, yeah. Hi, I thought you were an expert. And <laughs> meanwhile, Zora's just like, I'll take it. I love that uh, upshot and just like the the perspective of the curvature of the sword and mm-hmm. all of the like, just the detail on it. It's so cool. It, it does look cursed in that yeah. moment where it just like, it does. And, and just I, I love that we, we get like two pages of explanation <laughs> like this. The sword's cursed. I'll take it. Yes, I, I want it. And it's like and his wife comes in. And it's like, get rid of that thing. <laughs> just <laughs> sell it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and again. Zoro being unnecessarily badass. Yeah. <laughs> My luck versus this sword's curse. And he just tosses up the sword, puts out his arm to, so it can actually be cut off by this fact. Yep. And it just curves around, like the blunt end hits it and curves around and truly embeds itself in the wood. Like, holy crap, and it goes far yeah, down. Wow, that's sharp. <laughs> and then just uh, just that shot of, of Zoro saying, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. <laughs> oh, it's... No man should be that cool. I'm sorry. That, yeah. that is just yeah. so is, badass. I'm going to put myself in danger. <laughs> <laughs> just because this is a cursed sword. And, yeah, hey. And he just asks her, like, hey, can you choose another one for me? You're good at this. <laughs> and that's when Matsu runs in the back and comes back out with another sword. The Yuba, Yubashiri, or Snow Chaser. Another fine grade sword. And it's the best sword he has in the shop. And he actually offers it to him for free yeah just because he's never seen it's been a while since he's in the a man with the like a true like a swordsman eyes yeah i love that he says that a sword chooses its wielder yeah yeah like this is, I, this is surprisingly cool <laughs> like this is like it comes up in the story every now and again the the swords but like it's i feel like it's one of those things you wouldn't really expect the story to have like this surprisingly detailed like story about where zoro's, zoro's uh, mm-hmm. swords come from and it gives you the sense that the swords Zoro was using before were probably kind of crap. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, like, this is just, I feel like Oda, again, being like, hey, the story is about to expand mm-hmm. in a really, really big, bad way. <laughs> I, I also love that the, the wife's giving him heck for giving away the sword. It's like, what's what, what's wrong with a man entrusting another man with his dreams? Go clean the bathroom. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> yeah, I love, he tries to be cool about it. And his wife's like, go clean the bathroom. <laughs> this girl's so impressed that she can't even get up. She's just like, wow. Yeah. Weak to the knees. That's when we get an idea of what this girl's name is. Toshigi, as we meet yep. Captain Smoker, or at least get a sense of him. He's smoking, well, he lives up to his name. She's smoking, smoking two cigars at once. We got to pour one out for the the poor guys at Four Kids who had to take out all the cigarettes <laughs> because this guy just has them in his mouth constantly. I mean, yeah, we have Sanji as well, but they turned that into a lollipop. I don't even know what yeah, they which did just makes for him. Sense. They just took him out. Like he just has smoke coming out of his mouth, which oh wow makes makes sense when we get to it. That is that's true. I mean, 
Yeah, it works, but oh gosh, but yeah, uh, but also rip. I, I, if I remember correctly, the in the anime he has a holder for the two cigars, doesn't he? I think so. Yeah. Well, well obviously he I, he doesn't seem to be wearing a shirt in this scene. That is also true. So so <laughs> I don't know. I only see him from the neck up. But Smoker apparently considers Tashigi a bit of an embarrassment to the Navy. Wow, what a jerk. Yeah, exa- exactly. Then we move over to Sanji, who spots a beauty that we kind of recognize. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's, uh, the- <laughs> the, it's the mystery woman from Buggy's chapters. Yeah, I wonder what she's doing here. I have to imagine people flipping out when they spotted her. After all those chapters that just seemed like, like, oh, that was a fun little aside that probably doesn't mean anything. And all of a sudden, yeah. boom, there she is. <laughs> I'm sorry, well, that's a good payoff. <laughs> it is a good payoff. It's like, oh, okay, this wasn't just something random. Like, like this is actually coming together in the story. It's pretty awesome. And that, that's where it ends. For our next section of the Going Merry, the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, which connects to the storeroom. And we've got a ventilator where the toilet is apparently also a sink. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't know. And apparently by pedaling this inge- the ingenious machine as you would a bicycle, water is drawn up from under the ship and electricity is generated huh. where it's under the deck stairs. Apparently there used to be two of these, but Luffy broke one. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, all this detail. But yeah, they have an expl- explanation about how the water gets purified through the whole process. That's crazy. I don't think we ever see any of this stuff in action. (laughs) Probably not. But it's time for chapter 98, Dark Clouds. And Kobe steps forward, a hindrance to the artillery attack, stepping in front of the cannon because how dare you blow up my friend. (laughs) And even even, even how Meppo's touched. And his poor little legs are just shaking. I know. We th- oh, man. We thought Usopp was afraid with the shaking and the quaking. And this is like it's up and down Kobe's entire body. This is pure panic. <laughs> this What a situation Kobe's got himself into. Seriously. But OK, we're going places with that. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it took a little while for this one to like pick up. Yeah. Before it was just like, oh, that's cool. They're working towards their dream. But now that we have an actual plot going, it's it's certainly more interesting not as much to say as buggy but you know interesting yeah but now it's time to check in on sanji who has discovered a weird looking fish an elephant true bluefin that <laughs> swam in from the south seas yeah it, what in the heck is that <laughs> it's a, that is a it's weird like a fish with a trunk yeah a trunk and yeah i didn't even notice the trunk i just noticed the tusks that's so weird yeah, yeah it's, it's... floppy ears oh my goodness <laughs> very very strange looking and I, I do remember uh, one of the fillers in the in the anime was Sanji had a cook off to try to win. Oh, this fish, I do remember that. Which I remember being kind of fun. Yeah. And then you see Usopp is like, "Wow, these eggs are cheap." <laughs> Nami does get get herself a haul. I mean, these clothes all look casual, quote unquote. These all look pretty fancy to me still. Yeah, seriously. But she looks so happy with herself, which I guess <laughs> buying things for herself. Without having to rely on Arlong has to be a big thing. Yeah, I'm good for her. Yeah, I'm seriously, this is a life. good for her moment. Like, dang it. <laughs> also, showing off a bit of Nami's brand of badassness, where it's like, yeah. huh, the air's different. The barometric pressure's dropped. There's a storm coming. Oh, I wanted to stroll a bit more longer. And then ask for a sheet of plastic, but they're like, the weather's fine. Yeah, again, just like showing off her knowledge of just like weather patterns and stuff. It's great. And of course, Luffy has to take the looking at the uh, scaffolding a bit further. And he actually jumps on top of it and looks out over the crowd in city. Yeah. Oh, and I love that some officers just like, hey, get, get down from there. It's like, do not touch the beheading scaffold. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, it makes sense that it is uh, under the jurisdiction of the world government. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a national landmark. But then until yeah. poor guy gets a mace to the face. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interestingly familiar uh, weapon. Yeah, that, I I wonder if people immediately got that, like yeah. who that belonged to as soon as they like who this woman was as soon as they saw the mace. <laughs> and I, I do this, love this interaction. It's like surely you haven't forgotten this face, and everybody's just like, "What a beauty, paragon of loveliness." She's gorgeous, and even Luffy <laughs> says, "I don't know you, beautiful lady." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like, "Who are you?" I'll I'll never forget you. You were the first man to ever hit my lovely face. I hit you. I love this. this. Yes, I really felt it. 
it was so oh, hard. <laughs> and everybody, all the guys in the background, just like, <gasps> it's like oh my god! <laughs> wow, it just okay. Yep. Also, I love this line: "Who's the most beautiful woman on the seas?" And they say it's her. Where, yep. in fact, <laughs> I mean, not to, I'm not to spoil too many things. But we meet the most beautiful woman on the seas. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, in, in the technicality sort of sense. Her, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's, that's an who... official title or anything like that, or just women vying <laughs> for it. Apparently, Nami was considered a beauty, but this woman was even maybe even more so to some. Well, well, she goes, she goes on like there isn't a man in the world who wouldn't grovel at my feet, and Luffy's just like, no way, shut up, who are you? <laughs> he, he's just like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I, I this is the gr- beginning of the grand tradition of Luffy is completely asexual. <laughs> he and he has a bad memory. Yeah, that too. What a combination to have. The guards attempt to arrest her for assaulting a police inspector, and they're like, "This is difficult. She's so beautiful. So what? Arrest her!" And while crying with <laughs> hearts in his eyes. And then we have this strange sequence where something explodes b- b- behind them while somebody says, "Die lavishly." And the point of it is flying towards her and just sort of bounces off. It definitely was kind of like, I wasn't quite sure what was going on at first. But Yeah, I, I did not understand that one at all, like where it came from, what happened or anything like that. And of course, if we have this woman, Buggy is back. Buggy's here. Yeah, even you just seeing his nose. nose. He's hooded, but he's got that big old nose. Oh, yeah. It's like, but her smooth, silky skin can never be marred. You needn't worry. And that's when we find out this is the Lady Alvita. <laughs> well, then I love, you know, she says, I'm the exquisite Lady Alvita. And Luffy's like, Alvita, where is she? <laughs> it's like, you look kind of different. It's like, uh, oh, you're nice of you to notice. I ate in tra- the devil fruit and transformed the slip slip fruit. Now her beautiful skin cannot be marred by any attack. Sadly, her beauty was barely enhanced. However, as you said, I do look a bit different. My freckles are gone. <laughs> I don't think that's it, says Luffy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good joke. I am yeah. sorry. God, never, never would have expected Alvita to return. Not only to return, but like to have it foreshadowed for so long. Right. Because there was yeah. no indication. You never saw the Mesa at all. She looks like maybe Completely some people different. connected the hat. Yeah, but she she looks. I, I don't think it would have crossed most pe- most people's minds. I, this is definitely, I think, maybe the first example of like a character getting introduced way before, and then just sort of like, okay, what's the deal with this? And then like having them come into the main story, like it's nothing. It, it's really well done, and honestly, you're kind of you play Banjo Kazooie, right? This is a Gruntilda Grunty situation. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, she oh just she just captured poor Tootie and uh, took her beauty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It definitely, the the slip slip fruit is is an interesting one because I feel like we're kind of. I mean, we've already gotten to into it with Buggy to an extent of like the really silly devil fruits are just like kind of absurd abilities that you really like. Like you wouldn't expect. Like how would that function? Yeah, you know? apparently just smooths her out, which apparently includes body fat and just. Yeah. Make sure as felt as possible. Wouldn't that technically also occur to the chest if it smoothed her out? <laughs> I, I guess. Like, I don't know. Uh, see, see you, you, it's one of those devil fruits that is just better the more the more you don't think about it. <laughs> yeah. But also, cra- kind of crazy here, we have two more devil fruit users. We're up to a grand t- total of four now. Yeah. Even though we haven't seen Smoker's abilities yet. They're coming out of the woodwork. We, we've spent a hundred chapters with them kind of like, eh, every now and again, but now... I feel like we're really getting into like, all right, most, a lot of characters are going to have them who were mm. uh, introduced. But of course, we got the man himself, Buggy, back with his crew. And uh, I love how all this is true. It was an epic adventure, especially since I was missing some body parts. There was laughter. There were tears. <laughs> there was friendship as well. But Buggy persevered. <laughs> <laughs> He's so dramatic. <laughs> and then, of course, all this build up. And then Luffy's just like, oh, it's you, Buggy. <laughs> <laughs> also, did not realize Buggy like it's so weird to me that Buggy has different face paint. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's it's, it's very strange. He has that little middle part there. It threw me a, threw me for a loop because he has like eyeshadow now, and it, just, it he changed yeah. up his face paint. 
now God, it probably changes over the course of the series and i'm gonna have to go back and check <laughs> might have to yeah but luffy gets cut off guard and kabaji yeah kabaji's back catches him in the gallows <laughs> yeah <laughs> luffy's he's about to be executed buggy had a whole plan going that was kind of impressive but yeah we're... probably the most the most brain cells i've ever seen buggy use yeah it's, it's honestly a good revenge plan yeah he's also doing this in logetown where we have the monster captain smoker there and apparently yep. you know he gets informed that uh, the pirates are caught co- pirates are causing a disturbance and smoker's just trying to stack rocks <laughs> with the without a shirt on. i don't know what he's doing here <laughs> I, I don't either, but I guess he says, no good, I'm trying too hard, I shouldn't rush it. Like, I guess it's a calming technique or something, but he puts, yeah, on, his, I don't know. He puts on his coat, which is lined with cigars. <laughs> <laughs> Captain White Chase Smoker, same rank as Morgan. Oh! Which is weird, because the, <laughs> is weird. the power level between those two is a golf. <laughs> Night and day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's getting caught up on the situation here, though, with like, like he, he's basically heading off to the scene. Mm-hmm. He, you can tell just how efficient he is. He's like, have a, have yeah. squadron two surround the area, have the remaining soldiers take up positions within firing distance. You know, we're we're all good with yeah, this. Yeah, he's he's all business. Mm-hmm. And he just seems yeah. like, oh god, he's a pure badass nightmare. You know, you got this monster, and then you got this little girl. Uh, like, oh yay, three scoops of ice cream, and bumps into him. <laughs> yeah, and then just that look. It's like, oh god, he's gonna kill her. Instead, yep. he gives her <laughs> gives her a bunch of money and says, try five scoops. <laughs> I think that might be like the first nice thing we've ever seen a Navy person do in the entire manga. I think so. I, I so. honestly think so. Like this is the monster of this of Logtown uh, is this nice guy who gives girls enough money for ice cream when he accidentally yeah. bumps into to him or they accidentally bump into him. Which is a cool misdirect because he's definitely been built up to be this like horrible, intimidating, like, OK, all right, we, you know, he's another intimidating Marine guy that we're probably going to have to fight. Okay, he's he's got a soft he's got a soft spot. He does. It's 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 nice to see them have like this. Like he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 the, the save the cat moment. It's like oh okay. yeah yeah. He's not cartoonishly evil like the rest of them. God no. <laughs> yeah. And that's when Tashigi shows up. We get to see her yeah. rank, Master Chief Petty Officer Tashigi. And yeah. you get to see a little bit more of their um, relationship. Yeah. I'm a little off today. You mean more so than usual? Yeah, I was like, oh. you can, yeah, you can tell Smoker is just kind of done. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> he's, oh my god, he's he's used to her being all yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we got everybody. I love this just happenstance way everybody comes together. It's like Usopp and Sanji carrying the fish, Zoro yeah. just wondering what's going on, Nami focusing on the weather, and they just come to a head. They're like, all right, where's Luffy? Oh, he's uh, he wanted to see the uh, execution scaffold, which is like right in front of them, basically. Yeah, and. Yeah. They're just like, who's over there? And it's like Iron Iron Mace Alvita, Buggy the Clown, and Monkey D. Luffy. Luffy? Never heard of him. We just got word a few days ago. 30 million berries on his head. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Been a while since we had- <laughs> I love like, well, right now he's about to be killed. <laughs> <laughs> and all Luffy's saying is like, oh, my nose itches. <laughs> yeah. He, he's taking this whole death thing rather nonchalantly. <laughs> he really is. And that's it for uh, that chapter. Where we get the final two spots of the uh, Going Merry. Luffy's favoring, favorite seat on top of the goat head mast. And Nami's tangerine grove. Very important. Very important. Good stuff. Oh, boy. There is a lot. You can tell this is just all story-heavy chapters because we are just... Yeah. <laughs> woo! <laughs> we got two more left. Yeah, we do. But chapter 99, Luffy died. Oh. <laughs> all right well, spoilers cool. <laughs> this got a new protagonist after this point <laughs> yeah god i love this title a hindrance to the hindrance of the artillery attack just building off those <laughs> titles is so good yeah and uh kobe's like shotguns here just getting like sliced yeah i love know, the detail that it. not only are the are the pistols in his hands sliced up but the pistols in his pockets yeah i'm like wow <laughs> like this guy's how, efficient how? How do you even? <laughs> I have no idea. But man, the grandness of this right from the get go. The, the, yep. Love that narration. Legends that endure in the future were events that took place in the distant past. <laughs> and uh, the legend begins with uh, uh, Buggy is like 
giving giving Luffy like a trial. He's like, he's guilty of getting on his high horse and upsetting me. <laughs> <laughs> How dare he? <laughs> and even Luffy's yeah. like, oh, I've never seen an execution before. <laughs> Yeah. You're the one being executed. <laughs> Buggy's just eyeballs. Stop joking. Well, both of them really eyeballs pointing out. Like, hey, like <laughs> Luffy now just grasping the, the uh, situation. And once again, Buggy continuing the tradition of his mouth has never closed. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's always it's, as wide as possible. Very, very large. And all the people are just standing there watching like, oh, man, this, this, this pirate's about to be executed. We find out that a plan was hatched between the crew where Nami and Usopp are heading back towards the ship. And Usopp's even talking herself up. We could help him. After all, I did kill one of the big fishmen of the uh, big fish of the fishmen. And it's like, <laughs> did, so did he kill you? Now. <laughs> I, I don't. I, would Usopp really exaggerate a story? Uh, that's I, don't, a good, I don't think he would. That's a very good point. <laughs> but yeah, Nami's like, we got to get to the ship because a storm is going to hit this island. And it's the calm before the storm. So what do we do if we try to escape and the boat's gone? So as soon as Usopp hears that, he takes off. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get this ridiculous song. Who's the one yep. who rides, that rides the Richie bike? Tell me. Tell me who it is. It's me. <laughs> I forgot about this. Like, this is just so stupid. This look... Where thanks to that that SBS, we know those bunny ears are actually his. It's not part of the helmet. That's yeah, yeah. That's Moji that's growing out his hair, and there it is. <laughs> and he's riding on top of Richie like a motorcycle. Richie looking. Yeah, he's got like his like his mane like tied up in pigtails, and he's holding on like the handlebars. I know. It's just it, there's a lot going on in that one, and it, it it totally amounts to nothing. Like it's just like a sight gag. But I love it. It's such a good it's, sight gag. Yeah. And there is a real threat there where it's like, oh, crap, we got Nami and Usopp facing off against Moji and Richie. All right, rematch. Because, you know, we've got to save the ship. Yeah, apparently he's uh, he's got a, a match lit. He's trying to burn down the ship. Yeah, that ain't good. And I, I, I you got to love the pragma- pragmatism as we switch back over to Smoker. It's like, should we attack her? It's like, what's your hurry? Have we ever let a pirate escape from our city? No. Yeah, like, Let them fight. Then shut up. Let them kill each other. It'll make our job easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it did say dead or alive, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. he's like, okay, sure. <laughs> I love the weak, I'm sorry, please don't kill me. <laughs> I'll never do it again. <laughs> this is just so in character. Like, if Luffy was going to get executed, this is very much the, like, <laughs> he just doesn't care. And I... I Man, I love this. Any last words? You have a big audience. Well, no one wants to hear it. And then that's, of course, the moment <laughs> Luffy shouts out, I'm going to be king of the pirates. Yeah. Oh, man. Just just that, that panel of him shouting in front of that huge crowd. And, you know, of course, everybody's freaking out. Like, did he say king of the pirates? Like, whoa. Yeah. It's like, and, and to say it here of all places, that mm-hmm. is, yeah, that's that's a statement. That is a statement. Yeah. Like, this is, this is where gold roger was executed and so for luffy to sort of like show up and be like i'm i'm gonna do it you know that's mm-hmm. that's huge and uh, sanji and zoro show up but uh he's like oh you're too late he's getting ready to chop him up and uh that's when they find like oh zoro's here it's like and tashiki's like zoro here yes and, like, what <laughs> and it's like oh hey zoro's working with that monkey guy and his pirates it's like and it's like oh and Tashiki finds out, it's like, oh, it's that guy. She's had a lot to catch up to, despite meeting him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's this big fight between the buggy crew and it's like, you know, they're not strong enough to take him out, but it's also one of those oh, yeah. things that... Like, they're mowing him down. Yeah. They're just taking up enough time. And both of them so desperate to get rid of the platform. And I love this. We get, we have, we see the sword going down and as it's going down, he, uh, Luffy shouts out, each member's name and mm-hmm. just says, sorry, I'm a goner. Yeah. And with a big old smile. And that, that, and that that's freaks a, out mm. smoker. Yeah. He laughed, man. That's that two pager. Well, near two pager with the lightning strike. Yeah. I just, I love that panel of the execution platform, just like going down in flames yeah. and, and buggy also going down in flames. <laughs> buggy on fire from the yep. lightning strike. The hat flying down, and then Luffy picking up is like, "Oh, I'm alive! Lucky me!" <laughs> and just, everybody is like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, they can't oh, I believe love, it. 
I love Sanji. Do you believe in a higher power? <laughs> Don't talk nonsense. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> of course, so Smoker is the one, you know, like, all right, what what was that? <laughs> yeah. Know? He he accepted his fate. He saw his death, accepted it, and laughed. <laughs> Which is such a great moment. And especially because he asks another soldier of his, which, you know, it seems to be an underling, but he has the code on. So it shows he's in a more position of power. But he's like, did any pirate laugh before right before his execution? When faced with certain death, every man trembles in fear. And he's like, 22 years ago, another man laughed on that very spot. He was Gold Roger. (laughs) And it's like... That Ooh, that's the good. symbolism. Yeah, the, the symbolism. I do love the extra little thing they put in here in the anime where they show a young mm-hmm. smoker actually having witnessed Gold Rogers. Oh, that's a cool little detail. Yeah, I, I love that little addition where it's like mm-hmm. that's that's how he knows is because he was a kid when he saw Gold Roger yeah. get executed. Good, good stuff. And that's when it's like, well, it's time to go after him. It's like the wind is it's like he went west. The wind is blowing towards west. They'll have a tailwind. Is this just a coincidence? It's just though some kind of force is willing this man's survival. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that that's sort of a good like that's what's happening in a nutshell, it feels yeah. like. Yeah. It, it's as though some force is willing like L- luck is going in Luffy's way. Yeah. By yeah. far. It's such a different feel. Like it know, is. As, as we can say, this is this is a short arc. We're done with Logetown after this. It covers so much ground. It really does. And man, what a way for chapter 100 to begin. These things cannot be stopped. An inherited strength of will. One's dreams. The ebb and flow of the ages. As long long as people hunger for freedom, these things will exist. Another quote from Gold Roger. And just that close up of uh, this character we've never seen before. Yeah, mystery tattooed man. It's like a pirate, huh? Not a bad idea. Oh, man. What the heck does that mean? Yeah, and he's just, you know, it, it's raining. He's got, a, like, a cloak on. And then what a ch- title page. The legend mm. begins and just seeing all of them together, all the treasure. Just, ah, oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a good title for chapter 100. And boy. Yeah. It, feel, it feels like it's been a long time coming. The indication <laughs> like, that, congratulations, you finished the prologue. <laughs> yeah, the, the story has now begun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but of course, we have a bit more ridiculous here. Is that now, you know, Smoker's coming in and the pi- every pirate, pirate needs to run. Alvita's like, all right, we if an officer shows up, we're in trouble. Buggy doing this stupid joke is like, maybe I can beat them with my mose. You saying I got a big red nose? <laughs> he's, just, uh, he, he's mad at himself. <laughs> and punches another guy. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Look, Buggy. He's he just got struck by lightning. He's a little unhinged. And he still he still has the smoke coming off him. He's, he got yeah. that little sizzle. I love that Kabaji's like Captain Buggy. You're alive. Of course, I'm alive. <laughs> like, it's just devolved into complete chaos now, as is a tradition for One Piece arcs. Oh yeah, and you want chaos? We got the chop chop car. <laughs> Buggy is able to have a motor wrap his body around this whole thing, put his head on top of his back and control it as a actual vehicle it is somehow this looks even dumber than the richie motorcycle (laughs) it really does and then they set up a ski slope out of nowhere for alvita because she has slip slip tracks which allows her friction yeah glide along nothing can touch her because everything just slips off which yeah which hey you know i wonder how luffy would actually handle her yeah because his punches would theoretically slip off, but, you know, theoretically they just come up with other things. Yeah, it would. Uh, hmm. But then out of nowhere, smoke begins to uh, course all around him as we get white out. And we yeah. learn what Smoker's devil fruit power is. The plume plume fruit. Yeah. He's got uh, just the somehow the, the power to like, I mean, like his body is smoke. Yeah, but, but like he's like extended his like arms and to make like this giant smoke cloud, but the smoke cloud somehow has like a physical presence, so it just like grabs all of the, you know, all of the pirates and buggy and everybody, which you're just like okay, sure. Yeah, and he captures all of them in one go, and then gets his yeah. own special <laughs> vehicle, which is powered by his feet turning into smoke to power the wheels. I guess to really rotate him uh, fast. I think I think Oda's been reading uh, Akira lately with all these bikes. I, seriously, he's he's been enjoying <laughs> it. We also get 
just this really quick drop that yeah i'm surprised how much they did not explain this compared to the anime and i don't even know if this Mm -hmm. is what they called it before they call it prison bullet something that people were it was developed by the navy to use against devil fruit people basically to get rid of their powers and yeah yeah I don't know if it's explained later, but isn't this called like sea stone or something like that? Yeah. And uh, oh, I don't know if this is like a, a different term for I know the manga uses um, the manga translation uses sea prism stone later. So I don't know if okay. it's like a one off thing or, or if it's different somehow. But like the, the I feel like the actual detailed explanation will get in due time. But yeah, for now, just internet and they can't use the devil fruit powers. Yeah, I, I feel like prison bullet is a mistranslation somehow. Mm-hmm. If it is a mistranslation, then it, it'll get fixed. The other thing that does not get brought up here, and I don't know what's going to happen with it, we don't really know much about Smoker's sword on his back, which is kind of like a oh, prong yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't know when that. I don't know when that comes into play. I'll be honest. Um, relatively, I thought it was here, but I'm not sure when. So yeah. we'll I think s- it's a little later, but not not that far. Okay. Yeah, I could be wrong though. <laughs> <laughs> but man, it's a good thing it's raining because Moji can't actually light the ship. Yeah, and poor poor Richie's just hungry. Yeah, he's he, he's like, man, I could use some rice. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Usopp still afraid, still his legs are still quaking as he's in in the distance, but still able to. Uh, uh, he got hidden, and as he uh, the, as Richie goes to attack him, he uses his fresh egg star, but ends up missing. But hey, fresh egg, so Richie just goes <laughs> to eat it. He's just looking it up. This is kind of adorable. <laughs> yeah, it is. But I love how. Uh, Luffy's like, hey, these guys are persistent. Should we fight them? He's like, nope. We like, nope. Not me All right, to yeah, to the ship. run. <laughs> but of course, Toshigi's able to appear in front of Zoro. And she's like, how dare you make fun of me? And I'm going to take Wado Ichimanji away from you. <laughs> I, I feel like all of their interactions is Zoro just like trolling this poor girl. He's like, let's see you try. <laughs> like, he's, he just doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. And he also just saying by a... a, a omission i guess lying by omission because he never said yeah. anything he just yeah he, he, de- he didn't it. say he wasn't zoro <laughs> <laughs> and of course this immediately like because sanji cannot take this whatsoever he's attacking a girl how dare you yeah <laughs> luffy's like come on you know it's like let's go <laughs> but man that sea is getting rougher and we don't actually see the full fight just the fact that zoro is better than Tashigi. And him saying that he wouldn't surrender the sword for anything. He spares her, has to go. And she says, are you not killing me because I'm a woman? It's like, oh, she said the thing. his memories. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. He's like, I can't stand you. Face, you look exactly like my friend who died years ago. You even say the same things. <laughs> I love, this is, of all things, is the thing that, that just pisses her off. <laughs> and and they, they have a little argument. Like, like it, it feels like they could have been childhood friends. With it the really kind of, like, does. Silly, silly, petty argument that they're having. It, it feels like, oh, this is kind of what Kuina would have been like if she had grown up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But probably without the glasses. But here's another thing that I really like about Smoker. We get Smoker ahead of him. And it's Luffy versus Smoker. And he gets caught right away. And Sanji can't hit him. Like, he has his foot embedded in his face. Yeah, that's such an interesting shot of... And it's a good way to show um, how Smoker is... His body is just made of smoke. So, like, you you just can't hit him. Yeah. And the White Fist puts uh, Sanji against the wall. Luffy even attempts to use the gum gum pistol. And... Nothing. Just goes right through like, him. Yeah. Smoker is not impressed and actually captures him. Like, holy crap. This feels like an opponent Luffy can't beat. Yeah, this is, I feel like, a the good, like, mid-boss mm-hmm. is Smoker. Like, he's just like, okay, this is sort of... Um, I mean, because we've seen Luffy, you know, in multiple fights and, and, you know, beat opponents like Arlog who were, like, way stronger than him. But now we're just faced with a character who's just like, you just can't hit him. Like, yeah, there is nothing you can do. You're just out of luck, and as as he says, and we get he's starting mm-hmm. to pull that strange sword of his when tattooed guy shows up and actively yep. stops him, and pointedly Luffy does not see him. Yeah, yeah, because his head's just Smoker is still smushing his face into the ground. <laughs> yeah, all we know is like Smoker recognizes him, says the government's after his head. While this guy says the world is waiting for our answer. Yep. And then we get this uh, thing called Wind Blast, which 
is that him attacking or something else? That is how he, I interpret it, but I'm not really sure. Because it looks like he's covering up, so I'm not sure if he's yeah. actively doing it. Because if he is the one doing that wind blast, it implies, to me anyway, that maybe he was the one cooking up the storm because he actively saved Luffy. That is a popular theory, is that um, this character can control the weather. Which yeah. In a, in a in a story that is mostly ocean is of course a, would be a very powerful technique. Um, yeah. I, I do say that that is mostly a fan theory still because there's a lot we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because very very slight spoiler here, hmm. we don't see this guy again for a long time. Uh, not for a while. Yeah. Um, and even 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 now, me as as somebody caught up, yeah. There, there's still so much about this character that we don't know. And so much about the scene that we don't know, like why why he's here, what he's doing. You know, Smoker even asks, like, why are you trying to help that guy? And, you know, calls him out by his name, his dragon. And all, all Dragon says in response is, you know, what reason would I have to get in the way of another man's adventure or voyage? And again, Luffy never sees him. He mm-hmm. even says, what is it? What the heck is it? He just does, doesn't yeah, see. Yeah, like, what's going on? Uh-huh. Yeah, which is very, uh, a, a very crucial part to that scene is that Luffy just can't see what's happening what's happening mm-hmm. but they make it to the ship manage to get on board and because of that big blast of wind every pirate was able to escape and smoker is not having this they are going to hunt yeah. them down and head for the grand line Tashigi's with them and i love this but the grand line is out of your jurisdiction what will our superior say you don't tell me what to do go tell them that <laughs> that is uh- Smoker doesn't play, despite being a, a Navy man, you know, all about, like, rules and structure and, you know, and Smoker's just like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't play by their rules. And I think that's what makes him so so likable. He is a cool yeah. character. He is a cool character, yeah. And, and I feel like definitely a, he's a, a much more nuanced Navy sort of character than we've seen. Uh, so far in the story, and, and I We've think needed that <laughs> as, as it goes on, as the story goes on, that continues to be true. Mm-hmm. That he he like, I, I think we're starting to sort of see that like, the navy isn't just a monolithic organization where everybody follows the rules, and even even within pirates, we've sort of seen that like everybody kind of has their own crew, and you know, there's like factions like the um, uh, the warlords and whatnot. Like they're sort of like. One piece sort of one piece sort of has like these two halves and sort of like halves within those halves, <laughs> which is really yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I I get it. But the the great thing is everybody's heading towards the Grand Line. Yeah. Oh yeah. Smoker's going. Buggy and Alvida are going. Yeah, and Buggy says it's nostalgic. Yeah, he's actually. Well, wow, that's really interesting. That he's he's willing to. He's he given up his treasure ideals just to get revenge on Luffy. <laughs> and they see a, a light, a lighthouse, and that's the guiding light. Beyond that light is the entrance to the Grand Line. In the middle of this storm, they bring out a barrel and all put their foot down to declare their dreams before heading into the Grand Line. Such an awesome scene. Yeah, it is. It's so epic. I love the scene. Finding the All Blue, becoming King of the Pirates, becoming the world's greatest swordsman, draw a map of the world. And become a brave warrior of the sea. And just all, all of them declaring their goals just surrounded by the barrel. They're like legs up. It's, it's a cool visual. Oh, it is. And just that grand line. Here we come. And there we it. There it is. We have done it. From this point That's, forward, we're in the grand line. What an end to the prologue that this was. <laughs> like, it, it, it of course can never be just as simple as like they get there. But just like the, the amount of chaos that has just unfolded <laughs> as as the straw hats into the grand grand line is just it's something special and what a wonderful little mini arc yeah we got this little bit of world building we got this quick just arc where we met a bunch of new characters or we met a bunch of characters and just i don't know expanded upon it more than we ever th- thought i mean it was it's so quick but it's and so fun and, and and i'll say it again i like the Logtown filler I think it really mm. adds to it, and like, because it, it gets you that sense. It's that downtime. I yeah. love the downtime. I definitely. Um, I haven't seen the the anime version of this arc in a long time, but it, I feel like it definitely has like a stronger sense of place because you're in there for a little longer. Mm-hmm. Like you sort of get to see the Straw Hats kind of explore it and have their own little like mini stories. But the the manga just like it sort of it gets you everything you need to know. Yeah, here's all it, the it essentials. Is. Here's where we're at. Let's go, and. Yeah. 
I I mean, there's there's pointedly a filler arc, <laughs> a short one, but a filler arc before this next these next set of chapters that we're reading uh, in the mm-hmm. in the anime. It's silly, but I enjoy it. I mean, again, I, I I've said for the longest time while watching this, I can I, I can literally watch this 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 cast do whatever, and I'll be happy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> You put them in just about any situation, and I'm and I'm down. And mm-hmm. the 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 anime is definitely really really good for that, and and even even the manga I think still like for a while still has a fair number of scenes. It's just like if we're just sort of transitioning from one like arc to the uh, to another, or sort of like one plot beat to the next, like it, it usually involves them just sort of like ah okay we're all just goofing off and doing whatever. <laughs> I love it. It's it's just, yeah. It's nice. It. it creates that companionship that you mm-hmm. really need with this crew. And I, I don't know. It, it's just felt like they're completely gelled together and I'm excited to see the grand line. Yeah. What yeah. a, what a buildup that this has been too. Like we've, it, it took us 95 chapters to get everybody together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and a hundred chapters like to actually get to the grand line where everything was like that, that this thing that's been yeah. talked up for ages. Yes. Uh, like a, a, pirate graveyard but also a paradise for some and yep. see what happened to Krieg and we you know we see we know that Arlong is a you know kind of a creature from the Grand Line and it's going to be fun to see what the Grand Line actually has, has to offer now yeah mm-hmm. I think with that we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 96 to 100 of One Piece thank you so much for listening and you, you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter Brandon, where can everyone find you? I'm on Twitter, at uh, Brandon Bovia. It's just my name. Uh, especially these days, I, I'm trying to talk more about just, like, manga that I'm reading. Because I, I do read a lot of manga outside of work, even though it can kind of uh, it can kind of burn me out sometimes. Where I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm working on manga for, like, 12 hours a day. And then I just read more stuff in my downtime. But um, Hey, I feel that. I, I play video games for work. And it's like, how am I going to unwind? <laughs> I'm going to play video games. You're right. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, can't escape so, <laughs> no uh, yeah i'm definitely you know that's what happens when you make your passion your job <laughs> yeah basically so yeah if um if you want to hear sort of my my ramblings on that stuff um and of course i whenever i have a, like a new a big sort of release for uh stuff i work on i usually try to give it a good breakdown and just like here's uh, what i think about the lettering and stuff like that or like stuff that i try to do that's what i i attempt to use twitter for but it's mostly nonsense i gotta i gotta be honest yeah. Yeah, nothing wrong with some nonsense. <laughs> uh, but definitely check out Brandon. Always fun stuff. And if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 101 to 105 of One Piece. Until then, my friends. Bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. Lieutenant, think back. Have you ever seen any pirates who smiled on the execution platform? No, sir. It doesn't matter how tough the guy is. At the moment of death, they all turn pale and die in despair. That straw hat man smiled. I saw it.